Spooky South Coast Tim Weisberg here, along with the asylum assassin Matt Costa, and psychic medium Stephanie Burke, and I. I did it right. I didn't put us out over the football game. There's a college football game going on here on WBSM, so it's a matter of making sure that I don't screw anything up when trying to put out what it is that we're doing. And I think that I did it okay, but we'll see what happens. If uh, if things go to hell, it's my fault. So usually. It, I try not to make too many mistakes, but what bothers me is when I do make the mistakes, not being able to figure out what I did wrong. So instead of like just backtracking, I just look at Matt and say, Matt, what did I do? I don't know. What did I do? And he doesn't know because you're sitting over there. So you can't see what I press. But we are here to talk with you about the paranormal, as we are almost each and every Saturday night. And uh, no no wrestling, no pizza in the car for all you wise asses in the chat room. By the way, Spooky South Coast has its own live video feed. If you're listening to us on the Paranormal Radio app or listening to us on the WBSM app, maybe you're listening to us on WBSM.com, you can go to YouTube and go to our Spooky South Coast channel, or you can go right to SpookySouthCoast.com and you can... Check out the live video feed. You'll see people eating in the studio when they're not supposed to be. Oops. No. So, you know that you're on camera, right? No, you are. Matt, every time they <laughs> pop a gummy bear in their mouth, throw the camera on them, okay? There you go. The, uh, I'll just feed him gummy bears and he'll do what I want. No, he'll he'll do what I say. Executive I producer. Executive producer. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't listen to me. Mm-mm. I listen to him. I let him come up with everything that we're doing. Uh, so, again, uh, tonight uh, we'll be streaming only, but that's okay because you know, we can kind of let our hair down a little bit and have a little b- bit of fun. That's why we're we're teasing each other here because it's just online only, so we don't have to be super professional. We try to be somewhat professional, but that can all go to hell pretty quickly around here, especially last week when I opened the show with a 20-minute rant about <laughs> how I had had the crap beat out of me that's just before I got there. So, no, it's this time, well, this time I was I was justified in what I was doing, so. But that's all right. And uh, for those of you out there, I guess I can say this because we're not on the radio. I, I've been getting a lot of uh, emails from people and messages from people. It's not real. Oh. Wrestling is not real. So, I'm okay. I really shouldn't break kayfabe like that and tell people that, but... Uh, yeah, I was getting a lot of the. I didn't want to have to, like, keep it going for as long as I did last week because I wanted to get out of there to come here on time. But uh, we had people that were believing what was going on, really bad. Like one lady brought me out ice from the kitchen. Really. Another lady grabbed my wrist and was taking my pulse with her Fitbit, and uh, another lady offered to bring me out ibuprofen. And then I thought it was going a little bit too far when the bartender wanted to call the uh, call in an ambulance. Stop it! They so. did not. They did. I can understand if, like, the people who are paying and buying tickets to go to these wrestling shows, like, 
they get wrapped up in it. But it's another thing if you're <laughs> running the place where it's happening. Like, somebody should have told them ahead of time, hey, just so you know, like, we'll let you know if it gets to the point where it's serious. And we need an ambulance. Well, I guess but. that just means that you were really good with your acting, right? I, I sold it well. So uh, I'll get my revenge. Don't worry about that. Uh, but uh, tonight we will also be taking your calls throughout the show, even though we are streaming and we are uh, online only. We do have the ability to take your calls. 508-996-0500 is the number. You can catch that right at SpookySouthCoast.com should you uh, need the numbers throughout the course of the night because we have a very special guest here tonight who has joined us in the studio. And I'm going to ask you just to spin that microphone or at least just make sure that you're talking directly into the front of it, two fingers away, because these these two microphones are really bad. Okay. So, yeah, see, I already can't hear you at all. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Not your fault. It's the equipment. I know that. Uh, I know that you've been here before, and you're a pro. You know how to do the show. But uh, I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> it was just. It was just a little bit better, Lynn Marie. The last time you were here, we had a little bit better equipment. So uh, now they've taken off some some processors and stuff. So it's a little bit harder to talk into the microphones. No worries. But uh, we appreciate you coming in. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I love being here. And uh, and Stephanie, of course, uh, you know you the two of you have known each other for a long time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, so we even admit it. Yes. <laughs> and uh, have, have we talked before about how you guys first met? Uh, I don't know if we did. I don't think we did. I don't really remember anything because we talk about so much. So, um, if you had to ask me that life or death right now, I don't even know if I'd be able to answer that question. I think it was in Wareham. Was it? It was. <laughs> But where? <laughs> At the studio there. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, so you went in for the for the uh, cable access show for yeah. uh, what was it? Spirit Connections. Yes, I did. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like that was the name of the show. Like we're being factual here. No, yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Um, I originally went on there. I think I think the original reason I was on there was to pull some tarot cards. I think. Like out of thin air? <laughs> like, was it that or was it when you took over Uplifting? It might have been when I took over Uplifting, mm. actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I think that might have been the case. Yeah. So you, so this was, uh, Uplifting Connections was not a store that you started. It was something that you took over? Correct. I actually worked at Uplifting Connections as a psychic medium and then purchased it and ran it for a little bit. And then it got to be kind of a mix between do I continue to do more mediumship or do I try to run the retail store? And so I sold it. I mean, both of you are kind of in business as mediums. So Mm -hmm. you have, Mm -hmm. you know, you have the the business aspect to it in addition to, you know, doing the readings and trying to develop yourself even more in that regard and, you know, just trying to kind of, um, you know, What's the word? I don't want to use the word exercise, you know, but keep yourself sharp. <laughs> we in, love the in, word exercise. But keeping yourself <laughs> sharp in, in mediumship and in it can, I'm sure it gets to the point where you get bogged down in so much of the day-to-day business stuff that you feel like you are making a choice. Yeah. And I think that is sometimes really, really difficult. And I also think that when you work any other kind of secular business that's not spiritual, it's really hard not to have crossover on those too. Right. And I definitely experienced that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I have another business, an uh, insurance and legal-based um, business, and there are times when, um, and that's a, supposed to be sort of part-time, but even that <coughs> sort of crosses over sometimes, too. Does uh, does 
you know, having psychic abilities help out at all, at all in the insurance business? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I'm just no. wondering if you're like, all right, this guy's, uh, you know, this is not a good person to sell a policy to because he'll be, he'll, he'll be a pain in our <laughs> side with all of his different accidents. And oh, I guess no. it doesn't matter. I guess it, it all works out in the end. But, yeah. um, that's, that's always what's kind of fascinated me about some of this stuff. Like Stephanie and I talk all the time about people who are mediums who start, operating as a business entity in, mm-hmm. in giving readings. And, you know, we sometimes look at, do they have the, the chops enough to be able to do readings? Mm-hmm. But then again, at the same time, sometimes they just don't have the chops enough to, to be in business for it. Mm-hmm. That if you're somebody that, you could be the best medium in the world, but if you're out there, you know, giving free readings to people on Facebook, you're not really doing yourself any favor because you're not, you know, you're not putting any value in what it is that you have okay. to offer. I, I don't know if Stephanie wants to speak to that at all, but for me, that was really, really a tough, tough thing. I used to just read private groups, private friends, private people, people that were referred to me, and I did not earn any kind of living at it. I don't know if I necessarily earn a living at it now still, but I think that if you don't, put some sort of value on it either by time or by using money as the value, you're right. It does sort of decrease mm-hmm. what it is that you're doing. It, it's funny because I see people, and, and we have a lot of folks that are watching in the chat room who I'm sure a lot of them are skeptical about what it is that you both do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're skeptical no. about other people who say, I mean, even if they're like, okay, well, you know, I've I've seen Stephanie work. I I believe that she has it, and and if Lynn Marie is her friend, and Lynn, and Stephanie vouched for her, then I believe that. But there's still there's so many others out there that mm-hmm. you, you don't know. It's it's a crap. It's not like there's an Angie's mm-hmm. list for psychics. Well, no. there is. We talked a little bit about that yeah. in the past, but people don't know that enough when they're going mm-hmm. out there to to go and try to find somebody to get a reading from. And so I think a lot of people look at this and say, this is something that people are doing to get money and milk money out of people. Mm-hmm. And I try to say, like, listen, if it's somebody that has an actual ability, then it's no different than somebody who's a plumber or who is a doctor or who is a therapist or who has any of these other jobs that you're basically just paying them for their skill level and their time. Just because you don't believe in what it is that they're doing or you don't understand what it is that they did to be able to do what they're doing, it doesn't mean that they're not they're not still giving up their time more than anything, it's one thing to say, you know, okay, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the best psychic in the world, so therefore I have the highest rate, whatever. I've met people like that. The, but the important <laughs> thing is is that you are spending time with people and making yourself available to people, and that time has to have a value. And then I think if their time doesn't have a value, then it's hard for the person who's receiving to actually put a value on it either. Um, you know, I think that when... For some reason, when you, I don't know, it's kind of a weird, I don't even know a good analogy for that, but it's sort of like if you go to a concert and you pay money for the ticket, then you're kind of invested in being in the seat, listening, Mm -hmm. paying attention to what's going on, enjoying the experience. I think if you just got thrown a couple of tickets and you go because it's a last minute thing and you're not paying for it anyway, then you might have a tendency to talk to other people or not pay attention or wander around or do something. Right. No, that's absolutely true. I know that when when, uh, Phil and I went to Lilydale over the summer, 
um, our host, the person who brought us out there, had paid for our readings. And, you know, we found out that it was $100 for a half an hour reading. And so when we found that out, you know, you definitely, I mean, already I was going to put like some stock in what was going on anyway, because I'm there to learn and I'm there to observe and, and take in all of this. But when you find out like, oh, wow, like that's what it costs. Like you, it's almost like you put pressure on yourself to say, I want to get something out of this for the amount of money that was paid for it. Uh, do you find that that's an issue that can happen though? That, that when people are paying for the reading, they, they, you know, it, it just can't be enough for them to walk out there for you to say, take this stuff home, think it over. You know, maybe it doesn't make sense now. Maybe there's something that's going to, Ring in your head because that happened with me with my reading. Mm-hmm. I it did not make sense to me at the time. I I kind of tried to fit it in, and then it dawned on me like an hour later. I was like, "Though that's that exactly what it was." That happens sometimes. But yeah. you have people that are leaving the reading that are kind of, you know, not understanding what just happened, and in between in that in between point, you know, they're are they walking out of there saying like, "Hey, what am I just paying for?" I mean, it's. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure I can speak to that directly because I don't think I've gotten that feedback. Yeah. But I think that when you are reading, sometimes I think what happens for me a lot is that sometimes people kind of aren't always prepared to hear what they hear. And it's not so much that it doesn't make sense to them, but maybe it's an area that they didn't want to talk about. Um, I find that a lot of people come in with a generalized thought, and I'm not, I'm generalizing, but I think some people come in with a generalizing thought process, like, I'm getting my cards read, we're going to talk all about my love life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing that we ever talk about. And sometimes the cards will come through and they'll be like, what's happening with this relationship? And what's happening with your money? And what's happening with your job? And, you know, why are you depressed? And what? And, and so sometimes people are like, whoa, I wasn't prepped to talk about all of that Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't get engaged in it i think it's just a moment of them being like well let me regroup and get more involved in what we're talking about do you find that the cards and of course we're talking about tarot cards but do you find do you find the cards are giving the people what they need most immediately i have a very long standing philosophy about the tarot that the tarot is not meant to predict the tarot is meant to guide and mm-hmm. I think that we all, all of us, including those of us with abilities, if that's how you want to put it, I think that we all need guidance. There are a lot of times when we put blinders on and we're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I have my horse blinders on. I'm not looking at that. And sometimes the tarot will be like, hi, can you look at this? Because you're not paying attention to mm-hmm. it. And I think, again, the, the good example of that is people coming in saying, I really want to know what's happening with my love life. And the tarot comes up saying, we want to talk about your health. And people are like, oh, it's not that they're not open to it, but it just wasn't something that they were paying attention to. And it's, you know, like, let's face it, very few people, I'm sure some do, but very few people are going to see you saying, like, I I just kind of want to go and see what happens. Like, usually they're going there because there's something that they Mm -hmm. want to have. There's some sort of question they want answered or some sort of guidance that they're looking for. So they're already going in there with some kind of a preconceived notion of what it is that they want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And I also think that with mediumship, and I'm sure Stephanie can speak to this as well, one of the things that's frustrating from the medium perspective is, and I just talked about this tonight, is that sometimes what comes through for you are people that you don't even 100% know. Like your great-grandmother might not be somebody that you knew, but she knows you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that what's really frustrating from a medium perspective is like I could spend 45 minutes with somebody who 
there, you know, 45 minutes with somebody on the other side who wants to talk all about your life and they could be 100% on target about your life, but you don't know who they are. And you're just looking to talk to the person that you remember, that mm-hmm. you know. So I try to focus on that. Um, it's, it's tough sometimes though, because is it the guides? Is it the person? Is it, you know, is it information that this person needs to hear? It's very difficult sometimes. Have you ever been told from somebody on the other side? That you need to lie to the person that comes to see you? I have not experienced that. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm just imagining there's got to be some situations where, you know, sometimes they'll be like, tell them this because this is what they need to hear. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's the truth. It's just what they need to, to come away with. No, but I have had spirit argue with me over how a message should be presented. Mm-hmm. In other words, they'll be like, be really soft with them because they're upset about this. And I'll be like, okay, I'll do my best to be as sensitive about that as possible. But I think what happens is we're not personally attached to it. So I don't know what soft is. Do you know, for some people, you know, um, be, you know, tapping them on the hand is harsh. And for some people, you got to whack them, do you know, for it to be harsh. I think it depends. It's a, it's a very personal experience. Yeah. I try to use intuition on that. And most of the time, if I think it's going to be really harsh, I'll just like throw in some humor and like laugh about it. But, um, you you can't tell most of the time i tell people like your people are very protective about you about Mm -hmm. this and i'm just going to go ahead and say it but please understand that i'm not trying to be harsh i'm just being told what to tell you and yeah i mean i've seen people who have uh you know usually like when we do events stephanie will do readings at the events and so people are kind of getting ready and signing up and i'll usually be at the front of the room with the sign-up sheet, people will be coming up to sign up, and they'll be talking to me about it. And they'll be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm signing up because of this and because I want this and I want that. And uh, I try and tell people, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know if this is what she wants me to say, but I try to say to them, like, <laughs> I wouldn't really go into it with that. any kind of, like, exact pinpoint idea of what you want to come out of it. You yeah. know, just go into it and be open to see what happens because you don't want to be disappointed by... You don't want to be disappointed by the greatest message you could ever receive. True enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because it's just, it wasn't what you were looking for, you know, all of us. And that's usually what happens is I always ask people when they come back from their reading, like, I don't need details, just how did it go? Mm-hmm. And everybody always, you know, I've never had one person come back and say, like, I'm sorry that I did that. I've never had anybody come back and say, you know, I heard something that I didn't want to hear. You know, generally it's like people are like, yep. That's kind of exactly what I was, you know, it wasn't maybe the way that I thought it would happen, but it was definitely what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I also think that what happens a lot is that, especially in, in regards to the tarot versus the mediumship, it's not always necessarily what people don't know either. Like a lot of times with tarot card readings, people will be like, man, I kind of knew that, but I was ignoring it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, now you can't ignore it because it's like right up in your face, like deal with this, you know, Um so it's, it's you know, I think every reading is a very personal experience. And I actually try to get read myself. I don't read myself at all. Um, I try to go to other people to be mm-hmm. read. I haven't had a reading in a really long time. I've just been kind of busy. But mm-hmm. um, but I think... I had to make time. <laughs> um, I think that it's really important sometimes for me to also understand what it feels like to be on the other side of the table. And one of the most popular phrases I say is, I don't know how popular it is actually, but it's popular for me to say it, is that it's not 411 to heaven. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes when I walk into a mediumship gallery, I have a preconceived notion of who I want to talk to. I have a sister that's passed. I have a loved, uh, you know, a, a relationship person that's passed. I have a mother that's passed. You know, sometimes I'm, I go in and I'm like, I really want to hear from my mother today. And instead, like, my uncle will come through and I'll be like, what? But usually he'll say something and then I'll be like, oh, now I know why, you know. Like, he'll talk about my mother or he'll talk about, you know, something going on with my business or whatever, you know. And I'll think, oh, okay, I get it. Do you ever find uh, that, you know, when certain people come through, they're coming through for the same reasons all the time? No. I actually do feel, I do feel that there's consistency in information. A lot of times if you, if I go and I get a reading and my mom comes in, Maybe six weeks later, my mom would come in again, and some of the information would be consistent. But I think that because our lives shift and change so much, what they talk about shifts and changes so much, too. Because I just, you know, it'd be nice to know that, uh, you know, when somebody needs to talk about a certain aspect of their life, if there was a certain person they could try to connect with right? to do that. But, I mean, I guess, you know, if you have one bit of knowledge, you have all knowledge. But I tell people all the time that if you know you're going in for a reading and it's not like an impromptu, I'm at a fair and I'm just going to have a reading thing, you know, talk to your people. Tell them that, you, you know, tell them who you really want to have come through. A lot of times it will work. I will stand in a mediumship gallery, which is, you know, a group reading, and somebody will literally be standing there, and I'll say to them, I, I feel like I want to talk to, you know, your brother, but your father is the one who says you asked for. Like, you, you asked to talk to him. And they'll be like, yeah, I want my dad to talk to me, not my brother, because I know what my brother's going to say. I want to hear what my father has to say. Well, one thing, uh, you know, we, we talk about exercising this ability, and, <laughs> and, and we've looked, we've talked about it in the past as almost being like, like an athletic gift. That it's something that, you know, you're, you're born with, but that you can hone and make better and, and that you can practice and, and, uh, and, and be able to utilize on a frequent basis. But, so one of the things about athletic prowess is you can get people that are really good at, um, watching people with athletic prowess and, and become scouts. Yep. And people who can kind of pick up on who has it. You know, who has the right abilities, who has the, the right arm to throw a football, who has the right, you know, all the tools to be a baseball player. Can you scout other mediums? Can you pick up from other mediums without hearing them read or without seeing them in action? Can you kind of just pick up on their energy and get an idea of how good they may be? I, for some reason, I myself personally, and I can only speak for that, I tend to be able to, using your terminology, scout people with healing ability, which I have always envied. I don't necessarily consider myself a healer. I understand that what I do might have some healing aspect to it, but it seems to me like when I read people or I see people, I'm sort of like, wow, they're like, they should really be doing, you know, integrative energy therapy or they should really be doing angel therapy or they should really be a Reiki person. And then I'll refer them to people who can make that happen for them. Um, it doesn't happen all the time, but for some reason, that feels like a nice warm blanket. Whenever I meet somebody that has that ability, it always makes me feel like, oh, oh, I kind of want to sit around that person. <laughs> they feel good to me, and that's kind of how I know. Stephanie, do you have the ability to kind of pick up on people's abilities? Yes. <laughs> like, 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 I'm, I'll be the jerk. Like, yeah. it's one thing to say, like, okay, like, you can, you can, you can pick up when somebody else is strong in it, but like, right. Can you really, like, how does it, what, what is it that you are picking up from them? I don't really know if I can explain <clears throat> what it is that, um, I'm picking up from them, but 
but I don't know, maybe it's, it's years of, of practicing Reiki and teaching Reiki, but you're able to see and feel, um, how their chakras are operating too. So if somebody is, you know, wide open, third eye, crown chakra, then you can feel that really easily. I agree with that. And, um, so you can tell that, you know, if somebody is just wide open and they have no idea what to do with the ability, but you can also tell if somebody's wide open and they're totally, um, well into using their ability and they're strong in their ability. I've also met people that are totally confident in something that they don't have at all. So it's interesting to, to see and to feel from people, but I just feel like it's just a knowing feeling. Like you just, you just know. And I feel like when somebody does have those abilities, you kind of click with them in a different way than you would somebody else because you have that yourself. So, um, like when I met Lynn, it was just like an instant, like, I love you and we need to be friends right now. And, so, we, and we were. Yes. <laughs> like that day on. But, <laughs> so but nonstop. becoming friends, is, I mean, is that tied into also having the abilities? Is that part of it? or I think or, it makes it easier because you understand each other on a different level than normal people do. And I, I think it's one, you know, people describe um, meeting people and feeling like they've known them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when Stephanie and I met each other, we felt like, like we knew each other for lifetimes. Yes. Um, I don't think that for some reason I felt like she completely could hear me in her head and vice versa. Yep. There is, uh, I mean, there is also the... There, <laughs> That's awesome. Put yourself on camera while you eat that coming there. <laughs> See that? I told you, as long as we feed them. <laughs> Don't Silence feed the bears. Gently. Yes. <laughs> so there, but there is, you know, like you're talking about, you do kind of have those moments where um, you can tell right away that you're meant to be friends with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there's also, you know, there's there's also friendships that happen that Absolutely. take a lot of work, and 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 you know, can you kind of pick up on somebody if it's like, I think I want to be your friend, but. I know that it's going to be a lot of work to do that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And is that more because somebody has like, you can sense that they have like barriers built around them that you have to kind of chip through or? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize I was going to be doing this much thinking. I know. You're like, like I'm like, wow, what? This is like really deep conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't just any old paranormal <laughs> show. I can help if you want. I'm just trying to let you answer them all. Um, I don't know if I necessarily pick up whether someone's going to be a lot of work. But I think I definitely can pick up whether somebody's open to being. And there's that little friends. spark as to that one little thing that you're like, I, I don't know if I'm all about you, but I like this part of your, I like this aspect about you. I think yeah. we feel that way about everybody. You know, like that's kind of like seeing the good in, in people. Um, I, think I just I, think everybody's jerks. So. Well, you're a total jerk, but I still I just work. Like you. I work from that perspective, uh, and then I, you know, I don't get let down. I don't. But wow. I just get. I just get. I get surprised a lot. You know, pleasant surprises. Um, like I teach in my Reiki classes. Um, you walk into a room and you automatically know the person that you do not like, no matter what. Uh, yeah. And people think it's such a bad thing. But I'm like, no. You're sending your aura out in front of you, and your aura is intermingling with somebody else's, and that's the signal that you're getting that you will not like that person. But the same thing happens for when you do like someone. So. And I actually want to sort of add that from the opposite perspective, which is that one of the things that I battle is some of the people in my life, obviously not Stephanie because she gets it, but some of the people in my life that don't do this, um, you know, it's really hard to explain to them. Like, I can actually feel like somebody is 
like upset with me or they're talking about me yes. or they don't like it's you horrible. know you walk into a room and you're kind of like mm-hmm. okay i know that they're staring at me and the person with you is like oh you're just being paranoid you just don't know but it's like you can just feel it you just it's, know you just know and then you know everything and, they've said ahead of time and nobody has to validate it for you because yeah. you know every single word that's been said about you so i think what happens is your own natural protective mm-hmm. barrier goes up and you're not that open right so and sure sometimes you can be wrong i mean you're a human being you know sometimes you can mess up but a lot of times you're not wrong See, people are a lot for me to deal with in general, (laughs) just on like a regular level. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes I just want to like close myself off and just do what I got to do and not, you know, communicate with anybody and, you know, just have like an an introverted alone day. Uh, But, you know, when that's I think that's common for everybody. I think everybody kind of needs that for themselves now and then. Yes. But um, yes, I don't. I'm always with people. (laughs) Well, but like when I go somewhere, like if I go to the store, I, I don't really want to have a lot of interactions with people. I'm, have you, I don't know if you've ever watched like Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. That's me. I don't want to do the stop and chat. Yeah. You know, I will see somebody that I know and I will go down the other aisle to avoid them because it's just. I've done that. It's easier for me, but I guess it's, it's, it's got to be harder when you're getting this extra level of perception with people where, you know, there's there's something else. You know whether or not you need to go talk to them or whether or not you need to avoid them. I was liter- I must have known that we were going to have this conversation because <laughs> I literally, since last night, have been discussing the fact that supermarkets are particularly painful for me. Yes. And what's interesting is it's not because I don't like... I actually like people. I'm not very introverted at all. Um, I, I don't know if I necessarily get involved with everybody, but I'm I'm totally up to having a conversation. If I'm on a train and somebody wants to talk to me, I'm great. I don't necessarily get upset if no one do- doesn't want to, do you know, but mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like I'm open to whatever. And supermarkets are really painful for me because when I walk down the aisles, I'm sort of supposed to be focused on what I'm buying and what I need. And instead... People are cruising past me, and I'm like, oh, I feel really bad about their divorce, mm-hmm. or, well, this person really misses their mother, and, you know, and I try to make a joke out of it, and I say it at every single event, I think I mm-hmm. do, so it's probably a really, you know, like, boring <laughs> thing to say now, but, like, I'll be at the deli counter, and I'll be like, on oh, my phone, and, you know, just being like, and I'll be like, oh, my God, these people are talking about these, their divorce, and this is so hard to hear. And I'll look up and be like, and I'm by myself. <laughs> you know? So it's just sort of like you're just sort of hearing things all the time. Mm-hmm. So you're so used to it that sometimes it's hard to filter, like, what's coming from the other side, what's coming from this side. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. And there's so many people, like malls and supermarkets mm-hmm. are really hard. Really, really hard. Supermarkets are painful for me too, but that's just because <laughs> I want to eat everything because I'm fat. But the, I'm um, to the point where I'm like, I need to not like. I, I think I said at the last place I was at, and I can't remember where I was now, but I was like, I'm done peopling for the day. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going home. I, I need to not people anymore and just walk off and <laughs> be okay with that. But sometimes it's it's too much, and then I immediately have to go and take a shower and watch wash all the people yes, off of do, me. I do find that. I do find that on a whole, we as mediums yes. tremendously shower. <laughs> There's a lot of cleanliness that goes along with us. Yeah, but it helps. It washes the energy off. It People does. don't realize that that's a thing. Wash the energy off. Yeah. And true. if malls are an issue, don't worry, because most malls are dying. So. 
I was in yeah. one this morning. You have a lot more of those open air shopping centers, which are probably a little bit easier, you know, because you're not as confined. Yeah. Um, don't go to casinos. I love going to casinos, but they exhaust me. I can yeah. only imagine yeah. it's just like walking in and it's like, all I can feel is desperation right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of high energy. That is very high energy because people are actually excited mm-hmm. to be at a casino, even if they're losing. Mm-hmm. They're excited because there's the always the opportunity. The yes. yes. And that translates to me like the room is suddenly a thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yep. it's so intense. I hate casinos. My, I hate gambling. <laughs> Not a fan. I do. The only reason I've ever gone to casinos is for the buffets. I the last. No. Mm, no. The last time oh, I was. Gross. Not not the not the one that I went to in Foxwoods. That was like twenty years ago, but still it was mm. really good. So the one in Mohegan Sun was always like my favorite thing, and then I developed a seafood allergy, and oh, they no. have like seafood all over it. So now I can't go to like any buffets at any casinos. So it's very disappointing. I think the last casino I was in was. Uh, maybe Harris in New Orleans. I mean, I'm not counting on mm-hmm. the cruise ship, but uh, maybe Harris in New Orleans, and that was only because I went in with two bucks and I had to kill time waiting for people to meet me, like because we were walking to the French Quarter, and I was like, nah, I'll just go with. Two. And I had two bucks that lasted me like two and a half hours <laughs> in the penny slots. And I was like, this is this is the way to do things. That's hilarious. Uh, but you just, always want to bring a psychic medium yes. to a casino with you. Well, no, because then that might encourage me to actually stay, and I don't want to do that. Just hang out with me at a roulette table and watch what happens. It's really fun. Yeah. Personally, um, I would agree with roulette mm-hmm. or um, sometimes craps. So. Well, I, I went. Uh, there was one day when I went with my parents to uh, Foxwoods. It was, you know, I had probably only been, I was probably like 22 or whatever, and, and so they wanted to bring me because, you know, for the novelty of going. And I didn't care about gambling at all. I just wanted to eat. And then uh, once we ate, so expensive too. Once we ate, I was like, "I'm good. We can go home now." But then, you know, they they wanted to play, so my dad had me go to the craps table, and I guess I was, you know, doing pretty well because they kept having me throw the dice, and people kept winning. So I was like, "Well, this is great. Maybe I have some sort of magic touch." The minute I would put down any money, yeah, forget it. Gone. So that's why I've had one good win in a casino one time. Uh, Matt and Moniz and myself went to go see, it was, um, I think it was season three of Ghost Hunters. Um, they had a big premiere party at Twin River. Mm-hmm. And so Jason and Grant invited us to come out and, and hang out with them and be part of the, the premiere party. So we went because, of course, there was food. So I was all for it. <laughs> I'm and, sensing a theme. And they were screaming. That's all it Welcome takes. Welcome to Spooky Snack Coast. <laughs> That's all it takes. But, but, uh, yet, but yet there was a lot of stuff about gummy bears not being allowed. I know. <laughs> well, because I'm not eating on the air. But... Uh, so we, we watched the episode, and, uh, you know, we had the party and everything. And then as we were leaving, I said, well, you know, let's just go down and check out the games, because I'd never been there before. And so I put 20 bucks in uh, to a machine, and I hit for, like, what was it, like 60 or 80? I think it was 80 bucks. And I put my, yeah, it was 80 bucks. I put my original 20 bucks back in my pocket, and I handed Matt and Matt each a 20, and I kept 20, and I said, let's just go play. And from that point on, we just all proceeded to just lose. Oh, no. But, uh, you know, we had fun. What was it? We were there for at least at least 45 minutes. Right. Lost mine right away. <laughs> it's like, somebody gave me 20 bucks. I'm just going to let it ride. But I've I've been in casinos with people with mediumship abilities, and it, it didn't seem to help any. Well, I will tell you that. Well, it wasn't me, so. Yeah, it wasn't me either. But um, I will tell you that I 
went on a spur of the moment. I was leaving for a work trip to Alaska, and I was very nervous because I had heard that Alaska was very expensive. And so I took a $20 bill, and I put it into a penny machine, and I said, I really need to get to Alaska and be able to get to be okay for while I'm there, and I have for $1,000. Well, and I, I mean, said, "Well, now I'm done." <laughs> because I think you know that's the old line that you hear from from people. You know, oh, if you're psychic, what are the Powerball numbers going to be? Oh, that's so yeah. annoying. If I knew what the Powerball numbers were, I'd be playing them. Yep. Also, um, wouldn't knowing what the Powerball numbers were influence the Powerball numbers to not come up that way? It's quite possible. Yes. So, I mean, if if it's supposed to be chance, if it's supposed to be you know a random thing in the universe, somebody knowing would not make it random anymore. Mm-hmm. True. So, but I I could I could certainly uh, take that chance for you know one point five billion dollars next time it comes around. Oh my around. goodness, I know, I know. That just shows people are like, wow, that's amazing that people that that it gets that high. It's like no, that just shows how desperate people are mm-hmm. that they keep investing two dollars hoping that it's going to change their life. This is how desperate I was. <laughs> I was deployed um, for the hurricanes, and I was down in Florida buying. Powerball tickets. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still bought a ticket, but, you know, it's more at that point. It's like (laughs) you don't want to be the only person in line at the convenience store that doesn't buy one because then everybody's like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) So that's 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 kind of my theory about buying because I go to a convenience store where um, it's actually near my house. Not everybody there. There's a lot of unsavory characters that hang out there, let's just say. Is that including yourself? uh, No, but I've gone there and, like, gotten money orders and, like, taken money out of the ATM. And so, you know, like, I'm I'm doing a lot of money transactions at a supermarket, at a convenience store, which I really shouldn't do. running your own chances, yeah. So when you're in line with, like, a bunch of people that look like, you know, rough customers and scumbags and stuff, and they're all buying Powerball tickets for the big drawing, and you're going to be the one person in line that doesn't, everybody's like, well, this guy's already got money. He doesn't need to pay Powerball. And then the next thing you know, you're getting jumped in the parking lot, and you only have 14 <laughs> cents in your pocket. So, I will, uh, eh, we're off the air. That's, uh, I can hear it, yeah. I don't know why we're off the air. Uh, I'm just going to hit this button and play a spot, but I don't know why it's off the air. Unless that game's over. You want to play with that, Matt? You can feel free. Because <laughs> I can't talk and chew gum at the same time. No. So um, if we just have to go on the air with Spooky South Coast, we can do that too. Yes, we can. I, I don't know how big the uh, listening audience was for that college football game, but uh, I don't think they'll be disappointed to hear us talk. Especially where I think we're, we're going to allow people to call in and, and get card readings. Lynn Marie, is that the plan? You can certainly have me pick a card for you, sure. Uh, but uh, why don't we just kind of give people an idea of what 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 is tarot? How did how does it work, and and how did it come about? What's the what's the story of it? Mm. There's a lot of different stories about the tarot and the different decks that there are. Um, <clears throat> my understanding is it's a very ancient modality. I think it's been around for many 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 centuries. Um, I think that for me. The tarot followed regular playing cards. I actually learned how to read regular playing cards and then translated that to the tarot. I don't understand how that even works. Yeah, so, (laughs) you know, a regular playing card deck, Mm -hmm. it comes with, you know, hearts, spades, 
clubs and um, diamonds. For a second there, I was going to start calling them the tarot sweets. That's fine. But, um, I was going to say green clovers, purple <laughs> horseshoes. I was thinking more of the uh, lucky charms. Lucky charms. Lucky charms. But... Yeah, it's because that whole food conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so when you have a regular playing card deck of 52 cards, they have those four sweets, they're called. And the tarot is not much different. Um, the tarot has cups, which is usually considered to be hearts. Um, swords is spades, clubs is wands, and diamonds is pentacles. The only difference is, is they add another 22 cards on there, which are called the major arcana. And those cards are predominantly about, um, like situations, certain, um, like they're stronger. The sweets are sort of like they're numbered, so they go from like two to ten. And, you know, lower cards mean different things than higher cards. But the major arcana cards are sort of like solids. So the way I would describe that is it's kind of like the cards are like, okay, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. And then a major arcana card comes on and it's like dropping the mic, you know, like, mm-hmm. here you go. And um, a lot of them have to do with personalities, people. For me, the queens in this particular deck, which the deck I have here tonight is the one I almost always have, which is the mythic tarot. <clears throat> this is based on Greek mythology. And all of the major arcana cards represent gods and goddesses in Greek mythology. It doesn't mean that if you pull one of the cards, you're a god or a goddess in Greek mythology. It just means that some of that aspect of the personality or character comes along to that. So I can read regular playing cards. I do often. Um, my problem with the regular playing cards is they don't last as long in a reading. Mm-hmm. They're very quick. So if you put down regular playing cards, you end up having the person pick two or three times during the course of a half an hour, whereas with the tarot, you can add, but you very rarely subtract. So I can I can understand like learning what the different things are associated with the tarot cards, but what are the kind of things that are associated with regular playing cards? Like, So what does it mean if I pull out a five of hearts? Yeah, so the reason that I say that I feel like they follow it for me is because even though I do, I did have to study the meanings of the tarot cards, I don't actually use the meanings of the tarot cards a lot of times when I read. It's predominantly intu- intuition. For me, the cards just give me an idea of where that intuition should fall heavier. Um, this goes along with the same thought process that we had earlier, where if you're pulling up a bunch of pentacle cards, which pentacles are diamonds, which is usually money, career, work, um, energy work, like things that you're working on for yourself, not always necessarily that you're making money at, but that you're working on. If you come in saying to me, I want to know what's happening with my love life, and then you pull out of 15 cards, you pull nine pentacles, I'm going to be like, well, I think we need to talk more about the stuff you need to work on or the stuff that you are working on. So for those of you who are just joining us here on the WBSM Airwaves, uh, this is Spooky South Coast. We're talking with our guest, Lynn Marie. She is a spirit medium. She has psychic abilities. We're talking about tarot cards. <laughs> and we're talking about um, how they work for her and how they can work for you as well. And uh, I think coming up in the next hour, we'll open up the phone lines for people to call in and uh, and to, to have her pull a card and tell you kind of what it means. It'll be a quick thing. Yep. You know, it's not going to be uh, anything that will be at length. But, of course, if anybody ever wants to have something more in depth with you they can they can reach out to you and, and book something a little bit longer right absolutely and yeah. uh, what's what's the best way for people to get a hold of you i have a facebook page um spirit medium lynn marie 
really complicated. Um, <laughs> my website is lynnmariespiritmedium.com. Oh, so you had to <laughs> switch it up there. Yeah. I yeah. Um, you can thank GoDaddy for that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my phone number is 508-474-9371. And I also have email, which is the same as the website, which is lynnmariespiritmedium at gmail.com. I have an office in West Bridgewater. I um, do some subleasing for people in different areas. So I have an office in Bellingham, which handles a lot of my Central Mass people. I also have an office opening on December 1st in Greenfield. I actually live, I split my time between the Blackstone Valley and Western Massachusetts. So that kind of will work for me. Um, and hopefully we'll start opening up some Western Massachusetts. I have a little bit of a following in Western Massachusetts, but there hasn't been an office space there. Um, and then Stephanie is very gracious that she always allows me to use her space if I need to, which is um, closer to the Cape Cod area. So um, pretty much have you covered, I guess. Yeah. yeah pretty The whole state. Yes, Stephanie, <laughs> we don't really mention it much here on the show, but just let people know uh, where your office is. My office is located in Mattapoisett, Massachusetts. So I do all kinds of fun stuff out of there But when I'm home. Yeah. And people can go to your website to find out more information. Yep, so there. you can go to com, which I am in the middle of revamping right now, but that'll lead you to my Facebook page at least, and you're able to book private appointments with me from there as well. So, uh, of, uh, as I mentioned, you know, in the next hour, we'll take some calls, uh, where she, where Lynn Marie can pull a card for you. But also, if you have any questions, you know, certainly, uh, I love to get into the, the real nuts and bolts of how all of this stuff works and how it works for each person. And we made a rule a long time ago, uh, here on the show, actually the very beginning of the show, where if we were going to have somebody on that has abilities that wanted to offer up readings to people, you know, I never wanted to just have somebody come in and do two hours of, just reading. Like, mm-hmm. I want people to, to know who you are and get to know you because I think that that helps. In know- because a lot of times people will call up for a reading because they just hear there's free readings, but it might not be the right person for them to have read them. It might not be a connection there for them. Yeah, and I also think that it's really, really important for um, we in this profession to make sure that people feel comfortable to ask questions. I get a lot of questions when I do um, gallery reads, I get a lot of questions where people ask me religious questions. They ask me questions about um, what it, what I've been shown, what people, you know, what is on the other side, what's been happening, and that's that's so flattering. First of all, that people ask you questions because it gives you an opportunity to speak, but also I think that it's important. I think that people should ask questions, and I'm always open to questions. And I think the more we learn about how all of this works. You know, the easier it is to understand it, the easier it is to accept it for those who are skeptical about it, but also easier for the people who are out there that also have the same, you know, touches of this and just haven't realized yet how to fully develop it to say, oh, wait, that's what's going on with me. Right. You know, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm not schizophrenic and hearing voices. Maybe <laughs> I'm actually hearing people that, uh, that are there. And I, I used to tell people all the time that, um, it, it was meant as a joke, but it's kind of true. That I knew I wasn't schizophrenic because the voices don't tell me what to do. They just talk about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we will take a break. Uh, for We'll take a news break here. And when we come back on the other side, because we're on the radio now, so we should take the news break. Is that going to fire off, Matt? That should fire off, right? Okay. So we'll take the news break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll talk more with Lynn Marie. We'll take your phone calls, 508-996-0500. Uh, we won't be here next weekend. There'll be no Spooky South Coast show because Stephanie 
and I are meeting up with Porter, and we'll be at the Bull Mansion in Worcester. There's still some tickets available for that if you want to come out and join us. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun night. I think we're going to, first of all, I think we're going to have some good pizza, which that's the most important part with an event. Yes. Is making sure that we have some good pizza. Where are you getting the pizza from? From the Bull Mansion. Oh, very they nice. actually They actually make it there themselves, gourmet pizzas. Good stuff. Uh, so we'll have uh, we'll have that. We'll also have, uh, you know, we'll have the first ever investigation of the Bull Mansion. They've never allowed anybody in there to conduct a paranormal investigation. So this will be the first time. So uh, if you are in the Worcester area or if you're nearby or maybe you even want to travel, we've got people that are looking at coming here from all over. We actually had people coming from all over uh, already. You can get your tickets at SpookySouthCoast.com for that. And, uh, and then, of course, we'll be back after that for uh, the uh, show right before, or is that Thanksgiving weekend? I think it's Thanksgiving weekend. So I can't guarantee we'll definitely be here if we survive Black Friday. We'll be here. <laughs> I won't be here because I have my gallery reading. Well, in are you are you going to go Black Friday shopping? Uh, probably not. So I, you'll I you'll am. be okay anyway. Then yeah. I'm not. I, I'm online maybe. I may just because I've never done it, and this will be the first year I could actually do it. Mm. So maybe I might just go see what it's all about, but probably not. It's too early. Well, People I just are crazy. I just wouldn't go to sleep. I would just stay up. I go to the midnight mess. Do you? Yeah, I love it. Now I'm broke, so I won't actually be able to buy anything. I just want to go and like see what happens. Like I just <laughs> want to see if it's as insane as people say it is. I've heard it's kind of calmed down a little bit in recent years with the online stuff, mm. but uh, mm. it's still it's it's like one of those things where it's like, hey, you gotta go, you gotta go at least once in your life. It's like when I tell people I've never been to Disney World. I went once. You You've know, never like, been to Disney World. No, so it's like you gotta go to Disney World. You gotta go Black Friday shopping. Uh, so maybe I'll go and do that. But uh, if if we survive, I'll be here anyway for a show. Matt will hopefully join me as well. And uh, we've got some great guests coming up for you. Uh, and actually, I think uh, the first week of December, Matt, was when uh, Dr. Rita Louise is returning to the show. Yeah. So we'll have her back. She hasn't been with us for a long time. And we'll also find out uh, what's going on with Bitsy Bob. So remember Bitsy Bob? You remember Bitsy Bob. That's the uh, that's the hat and the tinfoil. That's the, the poodle with the tinfoil hat. There was it was like a big meme that was going around like before there were really memes it was like yep. a big thing going around social media can this poodle in a tinfoil hat get more facebook likes than glenn beck <laughs> and that's actually dr rita louise's dog so we'll find out uh, how that ended up going on as well coming up in a couple of weeks uh, with our guest dr rita louise and uh, i've also been talking with some other people lining up some very interesting shows to lead us into the holiday season and then into the next upcoming year of spooky south coast as we, as we hit our anniversary coming up in january so we'll take a break now for the news when we come back on the other side more with lynn marie and your calls as well 508-996-0500. You can also send us a message on Twitter at SpookySC. You can email us SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com. We'll be back with more Spooky South Coast coming up in just a few moments. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store.
Welcome back. Our number two of Spooky South Coast, Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin, Matt Costa, psychic medium, Stephanie Burke, and our guest tonight, spirit medium, Lynn Marie. See, we have, everybody has an extra title tonight. <laughs> well, except me. I guess I didn't, I didn't have one. We still haven't come, uh, come up with one for you. I, I, there's plenty of names that people can call me. How about lover of casino buffets? <laughs> a lover of all buffets, pretty much. There's... Just, please don't limit it to just casino. Actually, casino ones might be one of my least favorite ones because they're so expensive. Tim took a second the cheaper, job the better. in like finishing my food everywhere we went for a while. No, I did not. You force your food upon me. I, I do not. I don't ask for it. You, you say no. You don't ask for it. You say but... I want to throw this away. Do you want it? Yeah, and, and you like, say yeah. Because I don't want to see food get thrown away. There, right. There's people here that know, like, if they have extra food, they bring it to me. Right. So, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll eat it because I don't want to see you throw it away. So my point so. is, you, you eat anything. Service. That's right. that's how I got it's to serious. that's how I got to look the way that I do. Uh, but the good thing about being my size is I can still get shirts from Parabox Monthly. <laughs> so that's that's what I like about them is uh, they have tons of great shirts, including ones that are my size. And uh, if you've never <laughs> heard of Parabox, well, where have you been? Because it's this amazing. Uh, subscription service that you can sign up for where they, they deliver you every month a brand new t-shirt that fits one of their many themes. And of course, it's all paranormal theme stuff like cryptids, like UFOs, ghosts and hauntings, all kinds of weird stuff. You get a, a shirt and on the t-shirt is a great paranormal theme design, but also there's a riddle to be solved as well. And they give you some clues to try to solve the riddle. And, uh, you can get a, great discount by using Spooky Live uh, during your checkout process. But we also want to let you know, too, that Parabox has a, a new Christmas promotion going on as well. So between uh, any any Parabox plans from now until November 23rd, you can save 20% by using their, their promo code XMAS20. So there's another good way to save. Uh, of course, we want you to use the, the Spooky Live promo code so that they know that you heard about them from, heard about Parabox Monthly from Spooky South Coast. But, you know, just to let you know that there's other great deals that are going on there as well. And, uh, you can get shirts, like, um, just looking at some of the ones that they have featured in this promo. They have a Mandela Effect t-shirt, which I thought I already had one of those. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, and, uh, they have Krampus shirts just in time for Christmas. So just check out powerboxmonthly.com. Uh, and, and you can find out more about, uh, where you can get, um, some of these great shirts. So, and I'm actually going to click on the start shopping link right now and have it take me to powerboxmonthly.com so I can see some of those great uh, options that they have. Look at Art Bell t-shirts, uh, like I mentioned, Krampus shirts, Stanley Hotel t-shirts, all of those different things that you can get just by going to powerboxmonthly.com. And speaking of Art Bell, of course, uh, we rebroadcast this show every week on the Dark Matter Digital Network, which was uh, started by Art Bell and Keith Rowland. And uh, also, um, I've been filling in on Midnight in the Desert, the flagship program of the Dark Matter Digital Network. Well, coming up later on this month, we're planning a very special event with uh, your regular Midnight in the Desert host, Dave Schrader, as well as all of us fill-in hosts, myself and Tim Dennis and Shannon LeGrow. So stay tuned for more information on that uh, coming up in time for Thanksgiving. And um, I think we're ready to kind of get... The phone lines are already lighting up, Lynn Marie. Oh, my goodness. So as we mentioned, uh, Lynn Marie reads tarot cards, and we'll use his tarot cards as kind of a, 
uh, a jumping off point sure. right, with uh, with readings for people. So when people call in, what exactly do you want to know from them when we first uh, connect you with them? Um, just whether or not they want to ask a question. I just got to have you pull the mic oh, a little sorry, closer yeah, to you. I keep forgetting. Um, whether or not they want to ask a question or whether they want me to pull a card for them. Okay. So uh, if, if you're ready, we'll get right into it. Sure, why not? Look at this phone lines are already lit up. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is the number. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name? Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Do you have a, a question, or do you want her to pull a card? I'll pull a card. <laughs> all right. Pull the nine of wands for you, Cheryl. First of all, how are you doing? I'm very good. I'm enjoying this show so much. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, the Nine of Wands is actually a really good card. It talks, it's a communication card. It talks about sort of moving through some difficulties and some, um, learning experiences, mostly learning experiences for you, I think, and kind of getting into more calm seas. There's still a few things. I don't know if you can actually see the card, so I'll put it up for you, but, um, the, it's a, it's kind of not everything is out of the woods yet. But you are certainly working your way through it. And um, it feels very positive. I feel like things are actually going better for you, and they're going to get better for you. Very good. Yeah, I can relate to that. Oh, good. I'm um, glad. I can. So thank you very much. And thank you, Tim, for bringing such a diverse and different show. It's so interesting. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, Chief. Talk to you later. Take Bye-bye. Care. Should call me chief? I love that. I love that too. Uh, let's let's just keep it rolling. The phone lines will stay open. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We'll te- we'll keep taking calls until we're out of time or until Lynn Marie kills over. <laughs> I know I know energy can be an issue sometimes. So if you start to feel like you need to take a break or anything, just let me know and we'll uh, we'll we'll stop taking calls for a few moments. Oh, we have so. gummy bears. <laughs> Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name? Yes, my name is Lois. Hi, Lynn Marie. Hi, Lois. How are you? I'm well. Would you pull a card for me, please? Happy to. Ooh, this is a great card. You got the Ace of Pentacles. The Ace of Pentacles sometimes comes out of sadness, but it is a good card. It's um, also a, a money, career, kind of inheritance card. It's um, it's kind of about a, a windfall, and sometimes the windfall is not always about money. It's about enlightenment. It's about things becoming clear. It's about feeling better about a situation. In your case, I actually feel like it's about feeling better about a situation, but I also feel like you've got some kind of good decisions to be making ahead of time, and it, it feels positive for me, but I do feel like it hasn't always been an easy road. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I hope that I hope that the Ace of Pentacles feels for you like it's going to be a little bit after the holidays. So I'm thinking that after New Year's, things should start looking a little bit clearer. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so very much, and so good to listen to all of you tonight. Oh, Thank great. you for the call. Thanks. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Hello. Hi. Can we have your name, please? Dan. All right, Dan. Uh, do you have a question for, for Lynn Marie, or do you want her to pull a card? Uh, pull a card, please. Okay. Seven of Pentacles. Whatever it is that you are working on right now, Dan, kind of requires a little bit more work. Um, it's <laughs> it's getting... <laughs> sorry. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're definitely right. Um, I think that you are trying, though, and I do want to make you feel like you're, if this was a 0 to 100 scale, you're more in the 50 to 75 range than you were. Um, I think that you still have a little bit further to go, but it is definitely moving in the right direction, finally. So um, you just have to be slightly more patient if you can. Oh, it's so hard. I know it is. Understood. Thank you so much. Awesome show, guys. All right. right, Thank you. And uh, we have some open phone lines, so jump in there while you can. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Could we have your name, please? Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Uh, Pamela? And do you have a question, or would you like Lynn Marie to pull a card for you? Uh, I would just want a message from anybody in spirit that's in the light. I think a lot of your people are in the light, and um, you are very much being watched over. It feels female. I'm feeling like it's a mother energy for you. And for whatever reason, she just kind of wants to let you know that um, that you're being watched over, even when you think you're not. So you. you are definitely being taken care of, even though I know it doesn't always feel that way. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so hang in there. Thank All right. you. Thank you for the call. See, we cleared those decks pretty easy. Well, that's good. Uh, that yeah. was an unintended pun. That was a cute one, though. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Phone lines are lighting <laughs> up again. 508-996-0500. And, uh, and I, I like the pace of, of keeping it quick. You know, nobody's really trying to drag it on. And, you know, but as we said, if you want to have a longer uh, reading with Lynn Marie, if you want to have maybe a tarot reading, maybe something that you want to just talk to her one-on-one, uh, we'll give you all that information before the end of the program once again. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name, please? Kathleen. Hi, Hi, Kathleen. Hi, can I just have a card pulled? Sure you can. Wow, pentacles are coming up tonight. Eight of pentacles. This is sort of about needing to take a minute and reevaluate everything that you've been trying to learn and everything that you've been trying to do. You actually are feeling a little bit like you're not sure if you're on the right track, but you kind of feel like you are, but you're just not sure what the next step is. So this this is kind of an interesting card for me because part of me wants to talk about it being about, you know, practical things like money and stuff like that. But I actually feel like that for you, this is more like emotional and intellectual pursuit. So you're um, you're actually you're actually kind of close to where you need to be. It just needs to be a little bit clearer to you. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. And uh, and again, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is the number. Uh, and just on a side note, Stephanie, don't didn't we say that we think Lynn Marie has the record for the she most does. calls? She, I'd like to break that record. Are you sure? That was like twenty seven calls. <laughs> I would like to break that record. How many were we on so far? That She's was competitive. That was <laughs> herself. That was what? How many have we taken so far? Five. Uh, five, I think. So this would be caller six. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast. Grab your name, please. It's Christina. And do you have a question, or do you want Lynn Marie to pull a card? Uh, pull a card, please. Okay, but who's the male in spirit that wants to make sure you know he's okay? Is that for you? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe for someone else. I'm not sure. But for some reason, it came up for you. Um, the Five of Swords is a card about... I'm going to actually show this in case anybody is able to see it. 
Um, the Five of Swords is about needing to sort of sort out what decisions need to be made. It's about having decisions being thrust on you rather than you necessarily looking for them. Um, swords have a lot to do with conflicts, but the conflicts aren't always painful. Sometimes they're just necessary. And mm -hmm. it's almost like you need to sort of remember who you are and own your own power and go the way you want to go and not necessarily the way other people want you to go. Okay. Um, right. And I feel like that's kind of vague for you at the moment, but I do think yeah. you'll understand it. Yeah. And and I just want to say, uh, hope all is well and, and things are going well down there and we miss you. Oh, thank you, Timothy. I miss you, too. All right. She's my full name, too. Timothy. Timothy. Have a great night. All right. Bye. 508-996-0500. Uh, 877-996-1420. If you need to call in on the toll-free line, I guess some people still need to do that. Some people still are like, I need to call toll-free on my landline with my circular rotary dial. And I know that you obviously know that person that just called you by your full name. <laughs> yes. Um, but I don't I don't know what to tell, except for that that male is really strong. Um, that actually feels like either a grandfather energy or like an older uh, relative energy. And it's just really strong. Um, so I just kind of want to let her know that. She is, uh, if, if you're a regular listener to the show, she's the one responsible for the cannolis. So. Oh, okay. That's, uh, why are you giving me a blank look? Cannolis? <laughs> yeah, it was Christina. I th with, with the I cannoli. didn't hear that part. Okay, all right. I thought they said Kathleen. Not no, that Christine. was Kathleen. There's okay, a couple callers cool. before. See, we've already blown. Listen, we've already blown trying to keep counting. I'm trying so hard to stay in my human suit right now. We've, <laughs> we've already lost. With all this going on next count. to me, I'm trying not to tune in at the same time, but it's really hard. To have a few more gummy bears, they'll uh, yes. they'll ground you. Good evening. You're <laughs> next on Spooky one. South Coast. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? All right. Can we have your name, please? Johanna. And uh, do you have a question, or would you like Lynn Marie to pull a card? Could you pull a card, please? Sure. <laughs> I feel like you have a couple of different things going on, so I'm going to give this card deck a shuffle <laughs> and uh, see what we got. Oh, man, another seven of pentacles. So, again, this is all about situations needing to sort of continue to be worked through, worked on. Not necessarily unpleasant, but necessary. Um, I feel like this is a couple of different things for you. I wish I could be more specific, but that would take a lot more time. But I think that this is sort of about you putting some work into things, kind of figuring some things out, and then some things are sort of necessary to be handed to you to move forward with them. So I guess I'm going to tell you the same thing that I tell the other person that pulled the Seven of Pentacles, which is to be patient, but it's a different type of situation for you. It's more about you being patient with yourself rather than with the situation. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for the call. Yeah, thank you. Have a great night. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? Uh, Dixie. And uh, would you like a, a question answered or a card? Uh, pull a card. I'll pull a card. Okay, really? With the Seven of Pentacles? I am so like, weird. I'm so done with the Seven of Pentacles right now. Like, we we heard and saw you shuffle those cards. Yes. I know. I'm watching. It's crazy. So, And I know that the Seven of Pentacles is not for me, which is so funny. Um, the Seven of Pentacles, Dixie, is a little bit different for you. This is more about sort of um, l learning a little bit more balance about kind of, I, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like you need to, to kind of, enjoy 
rest restful time or downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you kind of need to remember that you worked and you earned it, and so it's good to kind of take the downtime. And I feel like that's twofold, both also free time and 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 enjoying your time, but also kind of like in certain emotional situations too that you've put a lot of work into things and it's time to kind of kind of enjoy the reap or the reward of that. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you. 508-996-0500. Get in while you can. Good evening. Hello. You're next, you're next Hello. on... Hello. Hello. Hi. You're, hold. Slow, hold. Hi. Oh, you're very excited. <laughs> you're next on Spooky well, South Coast. No, I, seem to be, I seem to be on with two other people at the same time. Oh, I I don't know. We 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 thought we had you on hold there. We didn't we okay. didn't hear you. You can hear us now though, right? Yes. Okay. Maybe you're getting messages. I, from I the know. Other side. I'm like maybe you're the male that was. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of strange. Can we have your name, I'm please? Not a male. <laughs> no, no. I know you're not a male. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, would you like a card pulled? I would. Okay. And and what's your name again? It's Nanette. Nanette, you pulled the Emperor. The Emperor is a card that kind of reminds you to take back your authority and power in things. It's a card that kind of reminds you that you are actually more in charge than you think you are. Yep, that sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank you very much for the call. Thank you so much. Good night. Take care. I just wanted to point something out, too. It's really tough when you are pulling one card, tarot card. I mean, most tarot card readings involve anywhere from 11 to 15 to mm-hmm. 17 cards. Wow. So, you know, um, one card is usually focusing on one thing. And we've had a couple of callers that I feel have more than one thing going on. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So in general, you, know, you would you'd have multiple cards pulled and it would kind of, they would kind of work with each other to kind of create the 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 full message of what it is that you're trying to convey. Yeah. And I think that it's it can when you like I said we like we said earlier, sometimes when you're focused on one area it's hard to realize that the same amount of work or something could be necessary in another area as well. And how do you know when you've pulled enough cards for for the message to be there. Believe it or not, I actually don't. I let spirit guide that. When people sit down and they shuffle the cards, I just sit there and I'm like, whatever number I hear in my head is what they should pick. 90% of the time, it's somewhere, it's either 11, 15, or 17. Um, very rarely 17. It's usually either 11 or 15. Sometimes 7. But seven usually comes along when people want mediumship more, like when their people are more active, then they only need a few cards. I feel like when people come in for a full, like, present time, things are changing reading, it's 11 to 15. Well, I might I might stay at 11 or 15, you know. I mean, I might take a hit at 11 or 15. I'm going to stay at 17. So. <laughs> I screwed up so that joke. Eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty. If you'd like to call in with a question or to have a card pulled for you, and uh, of course, as we mentioned, you can go out and, and actually see Lynn Marie and have her give you a complete and full reading, kind of all over the place. But you did say that you do stuff here at Stephanie's shop locally, so yep. uh, for our local audience, that mm-hmm. would be the best way to, to come and see you. But of course, we've got people listening all over the world. Are you available? Over the phone, can people reach to you? Reach out to you that way. I am. I used to not do that, but now I do. Um, I have clients in different states, so and different time zones. So I do do um, phone readings, FaceTime readings. Um, I have Skype case capability. Um, I have Uvu capability. I have um, 
Zoom uh, communications. So, yeah, you can definitely get in touch with me. And, sure. you know, Stephanie, we were talking years ago before, like I was saying, like you should add all this stuff into your arsenal and you were very mm-hmm. kind of against it that you only so wanted to do I. it in person. But yeah, we kind of took the leap at the same time, I think. Yeah, it, we actually discussed that at one point in time that neither one of us was very comfortable with phone readings. And I think it's because there's so much energy that can come over in a person's voice that it's kind of hard sometimes to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. I think that FaceTime and... Oh, see, I would have thought it was the other way around, that you're not getting enough from talking to somebody on the phone. No, I think it's actually, it's you know, it's it's different. And I think that video communication is even more complicated sometimes. Yes. But I do believe it's a practice, like once you kind of get used to honing in on that energy. I do not mix readings. Like, in other words, I don't do in-person readings and phone readings on the same day or night. Right. I actually I have cert- you know, certain nights or days slotted for phone readings mm-hmm. and then the rest for in-person. And uh, so I've got to ask you now. Uh, we do have a caller on hold, though, but just hang on one second because I'm going to ask this question. Have you had anything weird pop up in a video call? Like... You mean like um, other things happening on the video? No, like uh, all of a sudden there's a person there like not wearing any clothes or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, or... Lord help them. No, I, ha- <laughs> I haven't. Because yeah. that's, that's what I always, that's why I like when we have guests on over Skype, like we generally just have them on audio unless mm-hmm. like we, unless we let them know ahead of time we're pulling their video and kicking it through to the, to the spooky TV feed. But we learned our lesson when the first time we ever connected with somebody over Skype uh, for for a guest, uh, he decided to do the show shirtless, and we were not expecting that. So the whole time, like, we're talking to the guy, I have to keep looking over at the computer and being like, yeah, he's still not wearing a shirt. <laughs> That's so weird. And uh, I, I, I think it's statute of limitations has passed. We can say who it was. It was Dr. Lewis Turry. Who is, uh, I think most people know Dr. Turry's name if you listen to paranormal shows. Uh, he is, uh, he lives in Arizona. And it's warm, and he didn't have air conditioning, so he decided not to wear a shirt. But uh, didn't bother to tell us ahead of time that he wouldn't be <laughs> wearing a shirt, so it was a little bit uh, off-putting uh, at first. So let's go to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good evening, caller. Good evening, caller. Do you do you have a shirt on? <laughs> yes. Okay. Can we have your day, please? My name, Marie. And uh, do you have a question, or do you want Lynn Marie to pull a card for you? Uh, I have a pull a card. Oh, so Marie, you got the Hanged Man. The Hanged Man is probably my least favorite card in the tarot deck, but it's probably one of the most important. It is about glory through suffering. It is sort of like long-suffering things finally become, you know, behind you issues, things that you've been, you know, you've been sort of slugging through finally come clean. It's a glory through suffering card. It's a great card. I just, I hate the suffering part. Every time I pull this, I'm always like, oh, I hate that people had to go through all of the stuff that they had to go through, especially since most of it is usually either emotional or physical. Um, both. Yeah. And you're, you're getting to the end of the tunnel, but okay. you know, it's, 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 it's a good card for you to pull and it feels that way. Like I said, that whole glory through suffering thing. But man, that last, that last half mile can be a lot. You know, so you just have to, you just have to realize that it that, that the relief is coming. Thank you. I'm hanging in there. I know you are, and you're going to do just fine. Thanks. Thank you okay. for the call. And uh, next callers are lined up five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you would like to call in, good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? Ed. 
Hello, Ed. And uh, do you have a question, or would you like her to pull a card for you? Pull a card, please. And <clears throat> you got the Two of Wands. Um, the Two of Wands is a pretty positive card, but it talks about needing to communicate your spiritual and emotional health with your physical health, that a lot of times you are not on the same page with yourself. It's kind of a card that indicates that you sort of have to love yourself and communicate with yourself in order to be able to move forward in life. But it does indicate that you've done a lot so far to sort of make that happen. So it's not uh, it's not an admonition or a... Um, uh, or like a, you know, you need to do better card. It's more of an encouragement card, but it does sort of indicate that you kind of have to get your spiritual, emotional self on the same page as your logical self. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you. And uh, we have uh, one line open, 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name, please? Hello. Hi. Hi. We're on the air. Uh, Can we have your name? Hi, guys. This is Stephanie. Hello. Um, I'm a little long-winded, so maybe a card would be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie. And, and because you're named Stephanie, and I love the Stephanie that's sitting next to me, I'm so happy to pull this card for you. So you pulled the moon. You know, the moon I've is... been getting the moon a lot. <laughs> the moon is a really interesting card. It's a very feminine card. It's a very um, in-feminine power card. But it can also be a deceptive card. It's a card about, you know, making sure that you're not being deceptive to yourself. It's a card mm-hmm. making sure that you're not hiding things from yourself that you need to kind of either clear out or get done with. But it's also a card that brings change and brings really strong feminine power and ability so it's a really good card in my deck i don't know if you'll be able to see it but i'll put it up just in case you can in my deck the moon is actually hecate which is one of the most um, important goddesses in greek mythology she um, was able to kind of know things and and was able to sort of be very intuitive but she deceived herself a lot in thinking that you know she kind of knew everything that she needed to know when she could have looked deeper into things So um, it's a really, really good card, but it's also a card that's a little tiny bit of a warning. It's telling you make sure you're looking at everything and that you're not putting yourself in any kind of denial. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, have a good night, guys. You too. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? You're speaking to me? Yes. I don't know. You're the only one that knows if it's you or not. (laughs) Can we have your name, please? Flo. Okay, and uh, would you like a card or would you like a question answered? No, have a card, pick a card, please. Okay. Oh, my. We're getting some really great cards right now. This is the star, Flo. The star is about holding on to hope and positivity even when you can feel overwhelmed by all the negativity around you. Um, I feel like it's not so much that you yourself are negative, but you are surrounded by quite a bit of lower vibration energy. Um, You need to make sure that you remember to to stay positive and to keep looking at things and not be overwhelmed by that, even when it feels like it's encroaching on your life. Uh All right. Thank you very much for the call. Yes, thank you. The show is so interesting. Thank you very much. Yes, a very good show, sir. Thank you. Thank you. 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name, please? Rose. Hello, Rose. Would you like a question answered, or would you like Lynn Marie to pull a card for you? I think I'm going to do a card. Okay. 
and I knew that, so I pulled one for you. <laughs> um, I have too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's interesting is you pulled the death card. Um, traditionally, the death card has always frightened people, but it is actually not a frightening card in the tarot deck at all. The, de- the death is- card is about the ending of one situation and the beginning of another. And the only problem with the death card and ending situations is that sometimes they're painful or sometimes they're things that you don't really want to deal with. Um, in your case, this actually, you've already kind of done all of that, and this is more about moving forward into the, the sunlight and moving forward into the better spots. Um, you are surrounded by an awful lot of people, though, um, from the other side, and you should just, there's like three in particular that just want you to know that they are supporting you. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, Rose. Thank you very much. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? My name is Abby. Hello, Abby. Uh, would you would you like a card poll, or do you have a question? Definitely a card poll. I first of all, I love your name. Thank you. It's awesome. It's A B B E Y. Oh well, you also pulled the death card, Abby. Oh great! (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I feel like I want to. It's obviously the same explanation for the actual card, which is the ending of one thing and the beginning of another. But in your case, I actually feel a sense of excitement about the fact that you need to sort of be done with something and moving on to something better. Um, So I think that the being done with it is hard for you. But I think once you (laughs) once you are done with it, I think it is going to feel much better to be excited about yourself and be more in control of where you really want to head. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Have a great night. You too. 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. We have some phone lines open. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? Uh, Bob. And Bob, do you have a question or would you like a card pulled? Card pulled. Bob, you pulled the tower. These are some really good cards being pulled here tonight, really strong cards. Um, the tower is about the breaking down of old beliefs and thought processes and moving on with a different set of beliefs and structures. It can also augur change. It can be about change being a good thing, but sometimes not always being clear. Um, for you, I actually feel like it's kind of both. I feel like you kind of had to change your mind about some things and kind of look at things in a different perspective and actually have changes happen in your life at the same time. So it's coming. I don't know if it's all really come clear yet, but it's definitely coming, and it's definitely a good thing. Okay, thank you very much. Thank and you good for the luck. call. Bye. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Could we have your name, please? Yes, my name is Celine. Hello, Celine. Uh, do you have a question, or would you like a card pulled? A card would be okay. Oh, man. You pulled the death card. The what card? <laughs> the death card. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing. Um, are you, Have you been well? Uh, off and on. So I think that you are getting into a period of time when you're actually going to start feeling physically better. Um, I feel like you've had some concerns and some... Like you said, off and on, I would say up and downs um, with your health, and I think you've been concerned and worried about it. And this is a period of time where things are going to stabilize and you're going to feel better. Oh, wonderful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. 
Bye-bye. We have some phone lines open, 508-996-0500, Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? My name is Nick. Hello, Nick. Do you have Hello. a question, or would you like a card pulled? Well, last time I called, my wife asked for a card to be pulled. Uh, she told me this time I get a call and ask. So I'm asking for a card to be pulled. <laughs> okay. Oh, Nick, you pulled the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords is about um, feeling justified, feeling validated, feeling like things are being um, moved into a direction because of your doing. So it's kind of about you having taken control of something or taking control of something and making things work out the best for you. It's also a, a little bit of a justice card, feeling kind of validated or feeling like you know you were right about something um like it almost like if you were arguing with somebody and then found out that you were really right mm. <laughs> so it's kind of about that it's a it's a more of an emotional card though not necessarily a situational card so it's more about feeling you know kind of more correct about where your mindset is and that the, and that you have sort of been right all along Okay, thank you very much. All right. Thank you for the call. And uh, if anybody else would like to call in, 508-996-0500, It's really, uh, it's, it's encouraging to hear so many people that are calling in and saying, like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's particularly encouraging when it's only one card. You know, I mean, like I said, you don't even get a snapshot with longer than one card. So I think, and also the cards have been really amazing tonight. They've been really strong cards um i think a couple of people have been sort of like i'm not really clear where that is yet because i think they're actually foretelling i think they're kind of being like you know what energy is shifting and changing and things are going to be in a different position and i think that's a very positive thing and i personally would be very happy if i pulled a card and it came out like that right now it's been a really tough fall Mm -hmm. it's been a really tough energetic fall you know, the new moon, the full moons have been rough. It's Venus in retrograde was horrible. Yep, and Mercury is in retrograde. About to come, yep. yes. And so it's been a really tough fall. I think people have been, you know, the weather hasn't been great. There's been, you know, situations. So it's kind of nice to see these cards where things are like, oh, my goodness, all that stuff that you did is actually going to help you. You know, it's kind of nice to see it. All right. Well, we have some phone lines open, 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? Kay. And do you have a question, or would you like a card pulled? Uh, a card pulled, please. Okay, the Page of Wands is what was pulled for you. This is a card that kind of indicates that you do really need to sort of make sure that you continue to speak up for yourself that you continue to make sure that you're heard in situations. Um, Not necessarily an aggressive card, but more about confidence. Feeling like it's, you know, if, if you're not happy with how you're being treated about something or if you feel like you're not being listened to in a situation that's important, then you need to make sure that you, you put yourself out there. Um, it's a, it's a good card to pull, but it's, it's an interesting card because it's not terribly aggressive. It's not telling you to go out and have arguments with people. It's telling you to make sure that you're confident that you are just as equally important as anybody else's opinion. Okay. 
Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. 508-996-0500-877-996-1420 are the numbers if you would like to call in for a reading. And, uh, and again, as we mentioned, people can reach out to you. Uh, they can go to your website. Give everybody your website again and your Facebook again. It is Lynn. My website is um, Lynn Marie Spirit Medium. Lynn with an E. And it's all one word. LynnMarieSpiritMedium.com. You can reach me at, on my Facebook. It's the opposite, Spirit Medium Lynn Marie. And my office is 508-474-9371. There are several locations, but that phone number is the central booking number. All right. And, uh, Matt, I was just sharing uh, the link on excuse me, on the WBSM Facebook page for people to call in uh, that way as well. And I and I just happened to notice that in the episode title of tonight's Spooky TV broadcast, this is episode 556 of the show. That means that in 110 episodes, we have a decision to make. What are we going to do when we get to that point? I mean, we're looking at what, probably, what, about maybe three years down the line, you know, two and a half years down the line, we're going to be at episode 666. What do we do that in that case? Do we do? Well, we just, Satan has a Twitter, so we can just hit him up and ask. So we just, yeah. Look, how well, how well did it work out when we had Jesus on for a guest? So why not have Satan? It didn't really work out so well with Jesus. No. I, I and I'm going to go the opposite with that mm-hmm. and say that six 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 is an angel number, meaning you need to balance things out. So, you know, maybe you should have it if you've had Jesus. Maybe you should have Satan. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have open lines right now, so I think that you should pull cards for everybody here. Oh. Uh, 508-996-0500 is the number if you would like to call in and uh, have to avoid that bit of business. Please save Tim. If if you want to pull one for Stephanie, I'm all for that. If I do it, you have to do it. Uh, All right. (laughs) I don't like to make people do readings for me. You need to shuffle them. I don't like to make people... Like, I don't say, well, give me a reading. Sitting here in silence. Or, Keep her going. I'm also very terrible at shuffling cards. That's fine. You and these are to, larger than regular cards, so I'm going to be put your hands all over them. My hands are all over them. <laughs> there better be a buffet at the end of this. <laughs> all right, there you if go. If there is, I'll be first in line. <laughs> Gummy bears. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> so what... So Tim pulled the moon. Hmm. Um, Wouldn't be the first time I pulled the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, because you're a male pulling the moon, it has a little bit of a different meaning to it. It's sort of, um, it's more about other people around you being um, maybe sort of deceptive to themselves or deceptive about situations. It's also a card that indicates that you sort of, probably not going to like this, but you sort of need to get a little bit more in touch with your sensitive side. Um, it's it's sometimes has to do with relationships. And it's um, it's a good, strong card, but it is also, when men pick it, it has a tendency to be a little bit about making sure that you're watching, watch your sex, as they say. So it's a little bit about that, but it's it's not bad. On no, that card. Story of my life. <laughs> All right, now now Stephanie can now pull it's one. My turn. Well, the, shuffle. Now the callers come in after I get my card <laughs> read. Right, I'll shuffle quick. <clears throat> I'm not good at this, but five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. By the way, for those of you who would like to call in and have Lynn Marie pick a card for you. <laughs> well, you know what to do. I'm gonna cut them. Yeah. And then you gotta pick something. Oh, I gotta pick? Okay. Hmm. What do I do? Just pick it. Just cut them. Just, and just cut them. Pick. 
She's doing a magic yep. trick over there. She's like, oh, eight of wands. So you are almost out of the woods. That's oh, I like basically, that. Yep. It's kind of indicating that you're, you know, seas are still a little bit rough, but you can sort of see the dolphins. You can sort of see the rainbow. You can sort of see some things coming. Mm. The biggest problem that you are having with that card is time. Time is your enemy mm-hmm. at the moment. And it is not working against you, but you're not really making it work for you. Okay. So you need to put a little bit more effort into making mm. that work for you. And time is working against you. If you want to call in and get a reading, you're running out of time. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? Mary. All right, Mary, would you like uh, Would you like her to pull a card for you? I have a question. Okay. What was the ultimate reason why I was here? What am I supposed to achieve and do? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that that's 100% clear yet. Um, I do feel like you've served a big purpose. I think that you've gotten, I think you kind of served a purpose for other people, actually. I think that you, your energy was here to sort of motivate and move other people and their energy. But I think that you're not, are you not feeling very fulfilled with your own energy at the moment? Correct. So, and I think that's because it's always sort of been about moving and shaping other energies and not enough about shaping yourself. So now you're in this position where you're sort of like, okay, I can either continue to shape other people or, which is getting a little bit harder to do, or I can spend some energy and some time on myself. And I think that's what you're supposed to do is put some energy and time into figuring out what feels good for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the call. 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. We have about uh, 10 minutes left in the program. If you would like to call in and have a card pulled for you. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? What's Daniel? Hi, Daniel. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Did you, you want a card pulled? Yes, card, please. So this would be the Six of Cups. Six of Cups is an interesting card. It sort of indicates a period of time where you had to slow down, sort of feel some things, have some emotional feelings. Not all of those feelings are great. Sometimes they can be a sense of loss. Sometimes they can be a sense of not really being clear about you know how, how you are supposed to react to emotional situations. The good thing about the Six of Cups is, is that you end up sitting up on top of it, sort of dealing with all of that and moving forward. Um, I feel like your energy is actually in a pretty decent place at the moment, but I do feel like there's been a lot of reflection, and I think reflection is a good thing, and it's just what you do with that energy from now. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the call. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast. Can we have your name, please? Derek. And uh, would you like Lynn Marie to pull a card for you? Yes, please. So we pulled the star for you, and the star is, again, sort of about remembering that good things can happen even when bad things happen. Um, yeah. I think what's really interesting is is that this card is more, to, more future telling for you. It's more about the fact that things have been sort of, I don't necessarily feel negative, but definitely more like convoluted or complicated, and that they, they can be simplified, and that it's about sort of looking for the simple solutions to things rather than getting quagmired down with a lot of complication. 
All right. That sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast. Who have your name, please? Uh, my name's Ross. Hey, Ross. Hey. Would you like uh, Lynn Marie to pull a card for you? Sure. All right. Uh, like, I'm, if we pull another Death or Moon card or Seven of Pentacles, I'm out. <laughs> oh, thank God. Six of Wands. <laughs> um so I don't actually the six of wands is pretty interesting. Um the six of wands is sort of about remembering to well, I didn't even say want to say remembering. The six of wands is a communication card. It's a card that indicates that sometimes you feel like an island. Like you're kind of all alone with the way that you think and sort of all alone with the way that you communicate. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing is is that people have a tendency to sort of follow your lead and your lead is not always wrong. And it's oh. it's kind of about People not always understanding that in the beginning, but you just sort of have to stand strong where you are. You do need to work a little bit on your communication. Um, okay. You know, sometimes I think it's really easy for you to think that everybody kind of understands your thought process, and mm-hmm. your thought process is sometimes a little bit more advanced than it comes across. So just be a little patient with the fact that people sometimes need a little bit more talking. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. You too. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty. We have about uh, about six minutes left on the show, so if you want to call in and have a card pulled for you, now is the time to do it. Uh, and again, as we mentioned, you know you can reach out to Lynn Marie to have a private. You know, sometimes people don't really want to have their business aired out over the phone, even though we try to keep it, you know, relatively private. We've known some of these callers because they're regular callers to the program, but generally, you know, we get a lot of calls from people that we don't know. And these are, these are, I'm trying very hard to stick to the card rather than necessarily how I feel about it. Cause I feel like if I start getting into how I feel about it, it's going to take like 20 minutes <laughs> each person. So I'm trying to stick to the card and sort of feel good about it, um, about where the card is. I think it's fascinating that we've had some really strong cards. Um, so it, it's been, it's been good. And uh, we still have a few moments left again, 508-996-0500, uh, as, as you have some events coming up uh, that you want to... I do, actually. I did a fundraiser tonight. I have a couple of fundraisers coming up in January and February. I love fundraisers. I love to do them. Um, the energy is always really high. People are always really happy. It's a good thing. Um, I have a... I'm going to be in Bellingham for the first time for a gallery at a place called the Robin's Nest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be um, on... Thursday, November 15th. Um, I'm going to be at the Psychic Fair at Maureen Hancock's The Zen Loft on December 2nd. I am, I have a gallery once a month at Uplifting Connections. The next one is going, the next one is sold out, which is next week, but there's one in December on the 18th before Christmas. And, um, yeah, you can check my webpage. You can check my face. Mostly my Facebook page has all my events. So you can definitely, um, put it out on, on there. All right, let's see if we can squeeze in another couple before the end of the show. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Lynn Marie. Can we have your name, please? Hi, my name is Ed, and why don't you pull a card for me? Sure. Hi, Ed. Hi. Ed, you pulled the Hermit. Um, the Hermit is a another very interesting card, a lot of interesting cards tonight. But the Hermit is about sort of... The hermit has a light where the, he kind of can see his own way, see his own path, 
but tends to be a loner in a lot of the ways that they do things. I think this has been an energy for you. I'm not suggesting you're not social. That's not what I mean. But it's sort of about kind of having a clear picture in your own mind about where you're going, not necessarily um, lighting the path for everybody else. You are supposed to be reflective to yourself, and you're supposed to remember to listen to your own instincts. You have a tendency to have good instincts, and you just need to listen to them. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Have a good night. And I think that'll just about do it for tonight's show. Uh, we only have a few moments left in the program. And I want to thank you, Lynn Marie, for coming in and also for, you know, another rapid fire round of getting through all these calls. <laughs> no, no worries. I love coming here. I told Stephanie before that if I had my way, I'd be here like all the time. So. We, we love having you. <laughs> Anytime you want to come by, feel free. We won't always make you, we won't always put you to work too. Sometimes you can come in and just co-host if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. But, so. you know, the more different perspectives we can get. That's why Stephanie's mm-hmm. here all the time, because we said, you know, here's a whole different perspective we can bring to things. Yeah. And she brings in gummy bears. Yeah, well, and and so, that just makes me love her that much more. That just helps. But, you know, <laughs> well, I, I chastise everybody for eating them on the air. Now, once we're done, in about, you know, two minutes, I'll be diving headfirst into that bag. Listen, I just want you to but, know that it's all your fault that I'm going to be looking for a buffet tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, now you got me thinking breakfast buffet. <laughs> As long as no seafood. That's right. Where's there a good one of those around anymore? Uh, Hmm. I don't even know. I know there's one in the Blackstone Valley. There's a couple of good ones. We're getting a new one right behind here. There's a a Chinese one opening in the building behind here. So I'm Mm. sure I'll be one of the first. Maybe maybe (laughs) I don't want to be one of the first. You know, you kind of want to give them time to work out the kinks at first. But uh, I'll be there relatively quick. Uh, we won't be here next week, though, because we'll be in Worcester for Wicked Worcester at the Bull Mansion. You can still get some tickets. Go to SpookySouthCoast.com if you want to sign up for that as well. Again, we're going to be investigating a uh, gothic mansion that has never been investigated before. That sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what they've done there is they've like kind of the people who have purchased it have kind of turned it into a very kind of like a very bohemian place where they have a lot of different types of things going on. Some nights they have open mic comedy nights. Some nights they have some musical performances. You know, there's a lot of different stuff that goes on at the Bull Mansion. So, a lot of different energies that are being brought in now. But plus, it's connected to the Wesson family of Smith and Wesson fame. Oh wow! So. Uh, you know, the Winchester Mystery House was, Sarah Winchester believed it was because of the people that were killed by the Winchester Repeater. Maybe the Smith & Wesson victims are also haunting the Bull Mansion. So we'll be there next Saturday night. SpookySouthCoast.com is a way to get tickets. We'll be back here with the program in another couple of weeks. Until then, you can check out all of our past archives. Just go to SpookySouthCoast.com or wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can find all of our video episodes on YouTube as well. That's the, probably the best way to check out the show because you can actually see as well as hear. So until next time, for Matt, for Matt, for Stephanie, for Lynn Marie, I'm Tim. We want you all to stay spooktacular.